I'm your host Michelle and then your host Jamie is here with us as always. We've got another episode coming for you this March so let's get into our announcements. Hey guys so as normal if you want to support us you can start with those monthly donations. It is set at four dollars because I checked. This will allow us to create engaging content more frequently and this will get us on more platforms. Secondly as always please send us a voice message. We love to hear from you guys. This will allow us to hear what you have to say, and we might also feature you on a future episode. Yes. (laughs) Lastly, please make sure to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, so our podcast will show up more when people search for us, so this will bring us higher up on those charts. Yes, please, please review us on Apple Podcasts. We get more listeners on Apple every week. We get more and more, so we really appreciate it. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah, well, I check, like, notoriously because, you know, <laughs> I, love, I love Apple Podcasts. I'm a huge fan myself, so it's... I would love to get sponsored by them, maybe, but... Oh, girl, knows? I know, I know. You live on that Apple Podcast, girl. <laughs> I just love them. All right. So, I hope that we're ready for this episode. Yeah, I just need to turn my phone on silent, so... Yes, once... make sure that we have our professionalism in the house. All right, what are what is this week's episode on, Michelle? Um, this episode is going to be on another Wiccan Sabbath. Yay! Yes. So this Wiccan Sabbath <laughs> is called Ostara, or Ostara. It just depends on how you pronounce it and where you're from. So you have to understand when I'm researching a lot of this stuff, a lot of the stuff actually comes from overseas. So over in the European area, by the way, hi to all of our French listeners. <laughs> we love all of our non-American listeners. I mean, don't get me wrong, America, we love you too. But I just have a special place in my heart for those of us who are from overseas. I'm not from overseas, but I wish I was. <laughs> Maybe one day. Maybe one day I can go visit you guys. Yeah, send us some Airbnb links. (laughs) Okay, so we're going to talk about Astara. And we're going to go in the same basic order as the last um, Sabbath that we had done. So we're going to go what the holiday means, when it's celebrated, the Christianized version, a ritual, some symbols, things like that. So we're just going to go kind of in the same order, but I've got some interesting little tidbits of information for everybody. <laughs> and I- So we have, sorry, Michelle, we have those links here for the YouTube. Do you want us, do you want me to put those on the, the, um, yes, put those in the, put those in the, pa- on the page. So I have okay. some music that is like traditional folk like Ostara music like not really for a start but it's like music that's written like for that time and yeah so I also do have like some awesome like things that I am going to be showing um, everybody on the page too unfortunately my camera has died so Jamie you can't see it but I'll do the best I can to describe it to you 
Sounds good. As I can. I will figure out what's going on with my camera right now. I want to throw it across the room. So, <laughs> <laughs> so well, no. Yes, let's talk about when a star is. So this is actually March 21st or the 22nd. Jamie, do you happen to know when Easter is? I'm sorry, I'm horrible with holidays. Oh, <laughs> uh, girl, I do not know. Yeah, I have no no idea. <laughs> hey. I think it's supposed to be like the first Sunday of April? It's in April, right? Yeah. Okay. But I think I know Cinco de Mayo is wait, what month am I in? <laughs> Girl, I'm pretty sure that Easter's in April. It Oh, it is in April. Okay, I think it's the first Sunday in April, but I can't remember exactly. I don't know. So, if we had to pick, like, a holiday. It's on the 12th. Of, <laughs> of April? Yeah, of April. Okay. So, if we had to pick a holiday that's kind of mimicking, I would have to say, like, um, or a, this one? Yeah, like, a holiday that mimics this one is Easter. Easter mimics the star, and we're going to get into that uh, a little bit later. But for now, let's get into, like, the meaning of the episode art, and then I can go into more detail with that. I was just asking when Easter was because I completely spaced, and I was like... I just have a bad memory. Nick's mom has to tell me everything. I don't remember when the holidays are. Or me. I'm just like, hey, it's Yule. It's it's a star. It's this. And you're like, oh, corresponding holiday. There we go. Okay, so for the episode art... um. I have some black, that's what I was going to pull up was the episode art because I completely spaced. Okay, so you see like the black and white there. It's supposed to be the perfect balance, um, the journey through the wheel of the year. So right now, uh, or when, when a star does come, it's going to be the perfect balance between night and day. You're going to have exactly the same amount of hours as you are during the night, during the day. So this doesn't usually happen, and that's why it's called like an equinox or a solstice because this is the perfect balance and that's not something that does usually happen i think i read in a book a long time ago if you wake up early enough you can actually balance an egg on the i don't know i guess not so you know the tippy side <laughs> the tippy top side that it's not supposed to be balanced on but you can do that during the solstice if you wake up early enough which i think is pretty freaking cool if you ask me so that's basically what the uh, the um that's basically what it means and you have like your perfect balance between masculine and feminine inner and outer so it's just basically perfect balance and then of course i have um i have three eggs that i took a picture of and those eggs were, are going to be on my altar and those are made out of different kinds of stones i think one of them is oh it starts with a j i keep forgetting what it is called but that's actually the stone for um astara which I think is pretty cool. I think it's Jasper was the stone that it was. I can't remember. But that's one of the stones. And that's one of the stones for Astara. And then I have the flower crown. Which we're going to get into that in a minute. So that's basically the meaning of the episode art. And I like getting into that in the beginning. So we're not like, well, what the hell does all this crap mean on the art? So... This is a Celtic holiday, like most of them are. <laughs> this is kind of where all of our holidays came from, is like Celtic tradition. And this is sacred to um, the goddess um, Hecate, Freya, and Holda. And it's basically like a moon kind of 
um, goddess symbol kind of thing where we just have like more of the moon symbolized than the sun, even though it is an equilibrium. <laughs> so we have the story of kind of the hair and the egg, and these are supposed to be the rebirth of spring and nature and things like that. So if we look at it in the big, like the big picture, what's just happened is we have our snowfall and that's kind of killed everything because, you know, it's winter and nothing really grows in winter. And then we have our snow and then that kind of goes away and we have our springtime. So this is supposed to be taking place in springtime. Hello, Colorado. So we celebrate spring in you know, in spirit, because spring doesn't really exist in Colorado. <laughs> I don't think it exists in Minnesota either, honestly. Sometimes. <laughs> spring kind of exists. But this is mainly what it's supposed to be. So it's like the rebirth of everything. So when we're talking about rebirth, we're talking about new life. That's what the egg is supposed to represent. And in the Christian, I guess, form of it, we're talking about, um, I believe, Jesus arising again so he had three days and i'm so horrible with the, the the religious aspect of it all i'm so sorry but he's stuck in a cave and he was there for three days and then he rose <laughs> and that's all that i know so <laughs> i'm sorry if i offended anybody he's stuck in a cave that's all i know is that people got mad at him put him on a cross stuck him in a cave and then he rose up yeah so that's what i know is happening with that <laughs> what are you playing with? Me? Yeah. Sorry. What are you playing with, though? A sticker. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, what sticker, though? <laughs> Is this a part of your OCD? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. What sticker are you playing with? I was pulling one off my computer. Don't judge. It's okay. It's a, I, I believe Brandon was fixing your computer, and I don't understand why you still have those stickers. Like, I was just sitting there looking at them while you were talking, and I was like, man, these are really bugging me. <laughs> I don't know why they're still on there, to be honest with you. Well, they're not anymore. <laughs> they don't need to be on there. <laughs> they're not anymore, guys. So... We'll get back to Stara real quick. The hair, if you hear any more sounds from Jamie, that's her pulling more stickers off. So, that. <laughs> um, the hair is the symbol of immortality, and it's a major symbol for fertility. I can't imagine why. Um, <laughs> so, this is a really good time to conceive or get pregnant. Hashtag wink, wink. <laughs> for you? For anybody. Um, oh. No announcements. No announcements, guys. No announcements. <laughs> no announcements. So J Michelle's just telling you all to just get pregnant in March. Yeah. Or April. Just get pregnant. Sorry. Just do it. Although we can go during Beltane. Oh, girl, during Beltane. That's going to be a fun one to go over. Let's get a quick word from our sponsor for this week. Okay. So now we're going to talk about what the hair actually means. And then we're going to talk about what the egg means. And then I have a story for everybody. So we're going to do a story time. Okay, so the hair is sacred to the goddess. And it's um, the lunar goddess, such as like Hecate or Freya or Hulda. And um, like I said, symbols for the moon and things like that. It is the symbol of immortality and a major symbol of fertility, just like I had said. And that one is, is mostly celebrated 
during during that. It has strong lunar associations. Hare hunting is actually illegal over in Europe during this time. And I don't know if it still is, but back then it was. And, um... Hare hunting should always be illegal. I agree. I hate seeing all the dead animals everywhere. It's, it's It breaks my heart, especially the raccoons. <laughs> Random animals we're just going to throw in. But yeah, Beltane is is more of a of a of a lunar holiday, and we will get into Beltane a little bit later. But this one does have some ties into it, especially since Beltane's kind of next. So, yeah. Um, but the egg is the next one, and notice that these are two symbols that we commonly see in the Christian holiday. Um, yes. Did you ever wonder why? This is why. Congratulations. Congratulations. <laughs> so, um, the egg. And all of the seeds in the egg, like, contains all potential, full of promise and new life. It it shows, like, rebirth of nature and fertility and the earth and all creation. And that's why we have children with eggs during Easter time. Because children are, you know, young and full of potential and hopefully potential, you know. Hopefully potential. Hopefully. And yes. <laughs> and so uh, the egg is um, also a symbol for, like, the whole universe. You know, I'm sure you've heard of, like, the cosmic egg. And it contains the balance of the male and the female. Light, dark. You have the egg yolk, the egg whites, the golden orb, you know. The golden orb represents the sun god. So during this whole situation with, like, the god and the goddess... Right now, what is happening is the god is going to be impregnating the goddess with a child. Oh my god. This is the whole, like, cycle. This is how it goes. So, <clears throat> you have perfect balance, perfect harmony, and this is just the spring equinox. When all balance is just right for this moment. And then you will have energy and expansion and all that that happens during, during then. So, yes. Now let's talk about the traditional story of where we kind of, I feel this is where we get Easter from. Unfortunately, there's no, like, real ties to, oh, the Christians stole it from, you know, the pagans back then and they stole it from Astara. But, I mean, there's a lot of similarities. But this is the original story and this is kind of where we got it from. So I'm going to read this word for word from this um, site that I got it from. So here we go. Once upon a time, the animal kingdom gathered together for a meeting in a flurry of great excitement. There was to be a very special party, and a very special guest was coming to visit them. The very special guest was none other than the goddess herself, and every creature wanted to give her a very special gift. Now, some of the animals were very rich, and some were very poor, but off they went to prepare their gifts, for only the very best would do for the goddess. Hare was very, very, very excited. He dearly loved the goddess, and although he was very poor, he had a big, generous heart. He was going to give her the, the very finest gift he could find. Hare rushed home to see what he could find to give the goddess. He looked everywhere, in the cupboards, under the bed, but there was nothing. Even the ladder was empty, or the larder was empty. He had absolutely nothing to give her, except one thing. On the shelf... In the larder was a single egg, and that was it. It was the only thing he had left. 
He hair gently took the egg out of the larder and lovingly decorated it and took it to the party. Hare was very worried. All the other animals gave their gifts of gold and silver and precious jewels, and all Hare had was the egg. Eventually, all the gifts had been given, and Hare was the very, very last. Hare very shyly presented the goddess with the egg. She took it and looked at him and saw the true spirit of Hare. And there and then, the goddess appointed Hare as her very special animal, because Hare had given away everything he had. So, remember the story, because you're probably going to have to tell it to a lot of different people. So, once again, he gave the goddess, the goddess being Astara, by the way. I know they never mentioned her name, but Astara was the one that Hare gave this egg to. And Astara said that it was the most beautiful gift that she had ever seen. And from what I had heard, she told Hare to tell all the other animals and show all the other animals this gift. And Hare was appointed as, like her totem basically so that's the story <laughs> what do you think jamie i've never heard that before <laughs> so interesting i know it's got a lot of similarities though yeah i think it's really i think it's a really nice story honestly it is yeah i mean it, it fits a lot with like easter yeah it does like giving people the eggs or trying to find, you know, the eggs. Yeah, always trying to Def- find, which we go into that one too. So the, um, the, the flower crown, which is a picture of some flowers in the, in the episode art, but that's actually from my flower crown. That is actually something that a star wears. And so it's good luck to wear, uh, especially a white crown to celebrate a star and kind of celebrate like the rebirth and the coming of spring and, you know, those kinds of things. I think we kind of get it now that there's a rebirth happening. So yeah. now we're going to go into the Christianized version of the holiday. Like I had said, there's not really any, like, full proof that the Christians had stolen, East, you know, a star for Easter or anything like that. So I'm not going to go in and just, oh, you know, the Christians are horrible people or blah, blah, blah. We have plenty of that for Halloween and Christmas. <laughs> um... But Astara does sound quite similar to Easter. And what I have found is that Christians called it Easter because the sun either sets or rises in the east. So them being the creative souls that they are, called it Easter. (laughs) It's like Brandon when he named that bird Bluey when he was 12. I'm like, wow. Because it was blue. Yep. What a generic name. But yeah, so Easter is usually celebrated on the first Sunday, which is after the first full moon. Um, And that's usually when it is is celebrated. And this is kind of following the theme of conception. So what ends up happening, we have the triple moon goddess, which I know this is kind of new to everybody, but... You see the, the pictures of the crescent moon and then the full moon and then the crescent moon on the other side of the full moon. Have you seen those pictures before, Jamie? I think so. So the, the full moon represents motherhood. So if I had to, if these actually represent the stages of life. So if I had to put you in like one of the stages of life, you'd be in the full moon phase. Whereas I would be in the moon before that, the crescent moon. So I'm still the maiden. And that's very much true because... 
I'm I'm getting married and going through that whole like marriage process and then eventually motherhood where I'll go into the full moon phase and then the last one is the crone phase where we're old and we're wise and we're in our last stages of life. That's pretty much the crone phase there. Does that make sense? Yeah. So when they say the theme of conception and they say after the full moon, then yes, then we're talking about the full moon and life and giving birth and rising up and things like that. So that's what they're talking about when they when they say that. Interesting. Yeah, I know. It's really interesting. This stuff goes really in depth, just so you know. Um but it was, like I said, celebrated as renewal and rebirth, and Christians kind of adapted the symbolism to represent the resurrection of Christ rather than the resurrection of Earth itself. And that's kind of an opinion that I kind of um, came to rather than doing a bunch of research into it because I feel like they kind of saw, you know, once again, the pagans, oh, no, we can't be pagan, blah, 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 blah. And they just adapted it as Christ rather than the Earth being reborn and going through this transformation because if you think about it uh, while christ was rising so was the earth right so i don't know if that makes any sense or not so that's kind of all that i have for the christianization of this holiday um right now Let's go into a ritual. So I have two rituals here. One of them you can actually do with Mason if you wanted to. Um, so this one is, the first one that we're going to talk about is the egg charm. So this is going to be kind of like a wish, uh, a wish charm. So what you want to do is you want to have the egg color correspond with the wish that you would like to happen. So for example... Um, a brown egg or, te you know, any color brown is usually used for animal um, wishes or animal spells or anything like that. For example, I've got some brown candles that I use and I've been burning those quite frequently, to be honest with you, just for the, um, you know, the fires going on in Australia, which I don't know if they're going to be out by the time this episode is going on, but... We are filming this in February, and they are still happening. So I use a lot of brown um, candles to represent the animals to help them. Um, white you can use for just about anything, honestly. So that's pretty much the general rule of thumb. So if you are doing a wish for an animal, then use a brown egg. And if you're using a wish for pretty much anything else, use a white one. <laughs> so... What you want to do is f make sure that you find the egg that you want, and then you want to... You know, have you ever, like, blown through an egg where you take the needle and you put it in one end and you put it in the other end and then you blow through the egg to get the yolk out? You no. haven't done that before? <laughs> no. I used to do that all the time. It's It was, like, it was so much fun when I was little. Now it's just a fucking headache. But <laughs> this is a part of, like, the charm. <laughs> So you pierce a hole in both ends of the egg and you make one hole larger and then you would blow through the egg to get the yolk out and then you would kind of, you know what I mean? You'd get it out of there. Yeah. So then yeah. after that, you'd want to paint your egg. So you'd want to paint it with, you know, a symbol or something that would represent your wish. So if I was doing an animal kind of talisman charm thing. 
I'd want to choose like maybe symbols that represent the animals I'm trying to protect or maybe if I if we go with this Australia thing we can get a picture of like kangaroos and put some kangaroos on there Australia a protection symbol you can look up some runic protections or things like that you can paint the whole egg a corresponding color if you're going for like like a love spell or something like that, or a love charm, what you can do is you can get red for love, green for prosperity, purple for wisdom, you know, things like that. You can even glue things to the egg that if you really want to. So what you would do after that is you would get a piece of thread and put it through those two holes that you had made previously and then tie um, a knot. So it's kind of like a bead. <laughs> And then you'd put a matchstick on the bottom to hold it steady. And then after that, you'd do a lot of meditation. You'd clear your mind and you'd focus your energy and your desire on the egg and how it's going to fulfill what you need it to. So what you'd do is you'd say this charm right after that. Little charm made of shell, as I hang you here, may all be well. May all things grow, may all things flow, blessings for the turning of the wheel. So that's your charm that you would say afterwards. And you can always change the charm if you want to, but that's basically what, what you would do. And that's, this is like a charm that's coming from a lot of like family traditions from another witch. But you can find many of them on the internet. <laughs> There's a lot of them. So, the next one is the egg hunting, which I'm sure everybody has heard of, egg hunting on Easter or Astara. You know, that's something that everybody kind of does. So, um, it says that followers of the pagan tradition would bury eggs in the ground to celebrate spring. So, I think it's one of those they're trying to get rebirth and, and things like that. And the egg is compost, com you know, it's com compost. Possible. Yes, that words. <laughs> you know, they only work sometimes. <laughs> Shell's personal dictionary. Yes, you guys will all learn it eventually. <laughs> but so, like, it can break down and it's totally fine to bury an egg and leave it there or whatever. Yeah. Um, the priests of the day encouraged children to remove these symbols of worship from the ground. So they would reward the children by paying them a small amount for each egg that they collected and returned to the church. So basically the pagans would bury these eggs and then like the people of worship would be like, no, stop doing these freaking religions. Stop doing these traditions. This is stupid. Children, go out and do my dirty work. Go find these eggs. <laughs> so time quickly engineered these references into the like the christian myths to form the holiday that is now celebrated all over the world and that's just something that i had found but you know it's a fun little tradition to do with your kids even though it represents the removal of another tradition that is um i think still relevant but hey you know to each their own but um yeah so that's where egg hunting came from. <laughs> but it still is something that is fun to do. I do remember doing it with my parents, and it was a lot of fun. I think it's great for developments and, you know, something to do. I've never done it. I've never done it with Mason. Why? We don't, Nick's family doesn't celebrate Easter like that. 
Okay, then. Sadly. My parents went all out. They, like, like the Easter Bunny would come in and give us an egg, you know, a whole basket, and we'd have eggs, and we'd be painting on. Oh, she, she does the Easter egg baskets and stuff, but we don't, like, paint I eggs or anything. I still think the whole basket thing is weird, if I'm being honest with you, because I'm like... Why? Okay, first of all, you're telling me a bunny bought that fucking basket inside the house without being caught. Let me tell you, I've walked across the fucking kitchen with a plate of cookies and been yelled at by mom for spilling something that didn't even exist. A whole goddamn bunny got in the fucking house and put a basket in my room? Are you shitting me right now? (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying, I'm just saying... We know where we get our baskets Don't from. Make no goddamn sense. It ain't the Easter Bunny. <laughs> it's it's a woman named Denise. Denise. Okay. All right. So now, last but not least, we're just gonna go into the symbols of, um, Astara. So. I mean, first of all, we've got our, our woods, which I didn't go into in the in the other one, but we've got the in in Wicca we've got our nine sacred trees. And the nine sacred trees actually represent like the runic. So it'd be more of Nordic mythology. I haven't gotten to the runes yet. I'm still going into <laughs> Tessiography and um Tarot, as we saw through Jamie's last episode of Tarot, which was so much fun. But eventually I'm going to get into the runes and we are going to start doing some more tessiography in our podcast as well, which I'm really excited for. Yay, me too. I'm be super excited. I'm excited for when you come down because then we can both do it together. I know. It would be so nice. Not coming fast enough. <laughs> okay, so the woods that we have is birch, ash, and alder. Those are three of the nine sacred woods, and I think we're probably going to have to do an episode on the nine sacred woods so I can go into these with a little more depth. But for right now, we're not going to go into them. <laughs> but the, those are definitely all the, the symbols. The Let's see what else we've got. The herbs we've got are daffodil... I can't say that. Woodruff, violet, gross, olive, um, iris, narcissus, and all spring flowers, which narcissus is actually a flower. It's a flower. It's not just a personality trait. We can go into the the flower of narcissus. That's actually a really interesting um, story. I feel like you wouldn't want to use that. Huh? I feel like I wouldn't want to use that oh, herb. you would if you want to get some more, like, self-love or something like that. So if you're, like, a really, like, a person who's really low on their self-esteem, maybe using some narcissist would help you just a little bit. You don't want to go overboard, like, with some people. <laughs> but they say the story for that flower is that um, they had a, a god named Narcissus, and one day he was looking in the river, and he saw himself, and he died. Right there, by oh, the river. Well, wow. <laughs> the flowers sprang up in his place, and they named it after That's him. That's interesting. I know, very fascinating. <laughs> so, some of the foods would be leafy green vegetables, dairy foods, pumpkin, 
um, sprouts, things like that. Some of the incense are jasmine, rose, strawberry, anything floral during this time is just fantastic. Anything with like flowers and and things things like that are fantastic. Oh look at this. You were right about the stone. The jasper stone. Yes. Yes. I know there's only one stone during this time, and it's the jasper one. I was right about the stone. But there's only one stone during this time, um, which is unfortunately unfortunate. But that is what it is. So there's all sorts of activities to do. Those are all the symbols I've got. Sorry, guys. <laughs> it's pretty much all that I've got. Um, but the activities you can do during Astara are, of course, you can do the, the egg hunting, which is all sorts of fun. There's the chocolate eggs, which you can have, which is really, really yummy. I wouldn't suggest leaving those anywhere. But Chocolate bunnies. <laughs> oh. Yes. What you can do is you can paint boiled eggs. You can write wishes on them. Um, you can... Sow crest seeds inside. You can give it a face. It's a lot of fun to be able to do, you know, stuff like that. And when your child becomes, you know, a young woman, maybe it's maybe it's time to have the talk and talk about, you know, some of the birds and the bees kind of things. Because then we get into Beltane next time. And um, that one's a very fun holiday, but... Not one that I recommend for young children. Honestly. <laughs> it's adult. Yes, this is our adult holiday. And this, honestly, Beltane is the one of the more controversial holidays that the church had a lot of problems with. Um, but some of the good activities you can do during this are planting seeds, starting a garden, always taking walks in nature. Like, there's never any time not to do that just walk in nature <laughs> um so did you celebrate astara that's it's not come yet but i'm going to you said yeah. march right <laughs> yeah Ooh, i'm going to celebrate to get... it though what are your plans i'm definitely going to be doing some egg painting so what i was going to do is i was going to paint some eggs put some wishes on it and put some some things that I want to happen within the year. So it depends on, like, how I want them to happen. Most of the things that I want to happen are pretty slow. So I'm probably going to end up burying a lot of the eggs. And just, you know, putting that out there for the world to kind of take in. And the universe to kind of deal with. <laughs> you know, put positivity out there and get some positivity back. Um, but now is a really great time to do some reflecting, which is probably what I'm going to do a lot of is some reflecting, um, probably some just getting out there and, and trying something new. I don't think that this is a time where you should be kind of hunkered down and, you know, this isn't like winter time where it's time to count your resources and make sure that you have everything. This is a time for experimenting and trying new things. So that's something that I was going to do. And probably just, you know, volunteer at a local bird shop. <laughs> Give something back to the universe. That sounds nice. Yeah. I don't think that we should be selfish with our resources or our time. We should always give back. I agree. 
as shitty as the world is nowadays, it's good to still have the people who do give back and try and pay it forward. Uh, yes, I feel like it's nice to have those people because the world seems less shitty <laughs> during that time. And it gives right. you hope for humanity. And I, That sounds really Yeah, nice. I like those kinds of people and I want to be those kinds of people. So right, right. I yeah. feel like it's important to make sure that you give yeah. back and... You know, especially during Astara, like, the goddess is coming down because she's giving life to the planet. The least we can right. do is pick up her damn planet. Like, what the hell, guys? <laughs> Why is there so much pollution everywhere? Did you hear in the Mariana Trench that we, we actually went deeper than we'd ever gone before in 2019? And you want to know what they found down there? Plastic. I don't even know where that They is. found plastic. Where's that trench? The Mariana Trench? I have no idea exactly where it is. I think it's off the coast of, like, California or something like that. I'm so interested now. Well, do you know what? That's the deepest, deepest trench in the world. Like, under the water. It's located in the western Pacific Ocean, about 200 kilometers east of the Mariana Islands. It is the deepest trench in the world. Yeah. Crescent-shaped, and it measures about... 2,550 kilometers in length and 69 in width. It's huge. That would be so scary. Yeah, it's terrifying. I've seen some of the videos and stuff like that. Like, my God. But it's the deepest trench in the world. And they found plastic down there. That's insane because that's in the sea. I know. And it's depressing because it's like, can you imagine, like, we're going one place that people haven't gone before and it's the deepest place in the in the ocean. I wonder what's down here. Motherfucking Target bag is down there. That's what's down there. Like, what the hell? Man discovers... Yeah, it says man discovers plastic in the deepest ever made... Dive ever made in the Mariana Trench. That is insane. A fucking trash... It looks like a bag that you would put fish yep. in. <sighs> it's just depressing. I just wish that we had more people who cared. I do too. And more people who were like... I don't know. Who did this kind of stuff? Everyone acts like, you know, Wiccans and witchcraft, you're all out to get everybody in the world. Like, no, we want to make the world a better place. If anything, the other people who are saying that are not informed and self-absorbed. Good God. That's a scary looking fish. There's a lot of scary looking fish down there. I have to do an episode on it. Literally, I would love to because this... It looks like a dinosaur fish. <laughs> There's a lot of really scary fish down there. Like, the anglerfish is just one of them. But what's your opinions on Astara thus far? So, sorry, I'm getting off As track. We do. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's what we do here. Um, I think it it's, it's funny to me because every holiday we've covered so far, and we've only covered two... <laughs> They're literally the same as a Christian holiday. Literally. There's only a few... The only difference between the Christian holiday and the Wiccan holiday is the symbols and some of the traditions. Yeah. I mean, the traditions are basically the same, but they're just a little different. They involve more, like, lo like spells and, you know, like, candles and all the symbols and everything. I think it's really interesting. Yeah. It... it makes you think because so many people like I've just only known Christian Christianity my whole life yeah so hearing about hearing about like the Wiccan stuff it's like wow 
Like they're, I don't know. It just, it opens your mind, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, and I'm going to say one thing. So, spoiler guys, I haven't always been Wiccan. A lot of the stuff I do get from the internet, but I try and practice it as much as I can. But when I was Christian, one of the things that really, really bothered me was, like, I don't understand where it all come from. Like, I'd always ask my mom from the time I was, like, five up, like, why do we have bunnies and eggs? There's nothing about Jesus with bunnies and eggs. Why? You know? It bothered me so much as a kid. <laughs> but now I know why. And I'm happy about it. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I've never done a deep dive into the Bible or anything. I've just only known about this stuff because that's what I grew up with. But we do celebrate Easter at church and we do celebrate Christmas at church and, you know, a bunch of stuff at church. But it's like, I feel like a terrible Christian for saying this. <laughs> but it's like, how come it's only one, it belongs to one person or one set of people or one religion? Right. It just doesn't make sense to me. But I'm more on, like, the um, open end of yeah, things. the spiritual side of Christianity. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't... I feel like there is more out... Like, there's more of a reason than Christianity. I just... I don't know. It's really difficult to get into. And the other thing is, I don't yeah. want to attack Christians here. Like, that's not my purpose or goal. No, 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 no. No, 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 I know. <laughs> I know. I just... I'm just saying, like, I I believe in God, and, you know, I I am, I would consider myself a Christian. I mean, I got baptized, but I also, there's a huge part of me that feels like um, maybe there is more out there, you know, mm -hmm. like the Wiccan holidays and stuff like that, like the spiritual side of things and, like, being as open as you, as you are, it just makes me think really think and use a, a, part, a part of my brain that I've never used before, you know? <laughs> but it is, it is, I don't know, it's just, this is, like, a huge topic that we could talk about forever, but I'm just very open-minded. But I do, I do like the idea of Astara. I think that it, I don't know, it's just, I've never heard of it, but it's cool, you know? I don't know. Yeah. I like, I like it. I like the idea of it. Yeah, I love, honestly, I love Astara. Obviously, I think my favorite... My favorite holiday is Samhain, and I am so excited for when that that time rolls around because that's like my favorite time of year, my favorite holiday, and I mean, we're going to get into some really, I'm going to be honest, I don't want to attack Christians at all. I really don't. There has been no war on record that has ever been fought in the name of Wicca, ever. I don't know of any, <laughs> but like... The Christians did some fucked up shit to the pagans that really upsets me for that holiday. And I am very excited to bring it back, at least within my household, and celebrate it the way it was supposed to be celebrated. And that's what I kind of want to do with all of the the religions, and the, or not the religions, but the Sabbaths, and the traditions, and the holidays, is just celebrate them the way that they were meant to be. You know what I mean? Like, this is how we we are and this is where our ancestors came and i really feel and you're gonna get this a lot <laughs> during the um 
the So Win episode, but I really feel like we need to pay more respects to our ancestors. This is probably why I really like our foreign listeners, because they have that respect. Whereas here in America, I feel like we've lost so much of that. I agree. <laughs> Just, I agree. I, re- I do. I do. Because as much as I um, said, you know, I'm a, I'm a Christian and all this stuff, I, I am open. And I don't, me personally, I don't agree with a lot of, because um, there's more than just Christianity. There's Lutheran, there's Catholic, mm-hmm. there's um, Seventh-day Adventist, you know, there's all these different religions inside of Christianity. And I don't, I don't agree with how certain Christians treat other people. And I will never be okay with it, and I'll never agree with it, because I don't feel, I feel like as long as you're a decent human being, and you do what's good, I feel like there's a place for you in, in no matter what type of afterlife there is. And all, all Christians, they just, they bashed a lot of other religions, and I, I just don't agree with it, so... I just don't. I agree. I agree. And like I said, I don't want to bash any. I just want all of us to get along and to just understand. Mm -hmm. As long as you're a good person and you try and do good things, I feel like you should be accepted. Right. So I do. Yeah. We're not trying to bash anybody, even me being (laughs) Christian, because I'm just not 100%. Like, I don't think that a lot of things that are in the Bible are true. And I'm going to be honest, there's a lot of. crazy Wiccans out there, you know, like there have been some situations where there have been some occultist activity that has just not been okay. Um, You know, I'm sure that there's been some murders that have happened that have included like some Wiccan symbols in them. It's always, I gotta be honest with you though, it is always kind of funny when I watch like the, you know, like the murder shows where they're like, oh, it was the Satanist demon person that decided to do an occultist like sacrifice ritual on this and i'm like hey they're using the pagan symbol for earth spirit water and fire like that's totally cool i can't believe that they but they're using it in such a demonic way like why would you carve that in someone's chest that's just like let's let's pay homage to the elements what the fuck is that about that doesn't belong on someone's chest you think it'd be like a an actual demonic kind of but whatever it's kind of fun to see those things and be like hey you know you're using that symbol completely wrong but okay we'll go with it but yeah there's some interesting stuff out there that i don't also subscribe to either and that's why i kind of believe in wicca is almost like you know you you take what you want and same with any of the stuff that i'm telling you for each of these sabbats you take what you want and leave the rest if you don't believe in it or you don't think that what i'm saying is 100% the truth by all means leave it and take whatever you want from it right so i think that's everything i've got for this is <laughs> everything for star i think you know welcome to our ted talk thank you for coming um, <laughs> I think that's everything, honestly. Unless you've got something else you'd like to add, Jamie. Not to the episode, but I I have some little tea talk that I want to discuss when we're done recording. Alrighty then. Alright guys, so we will talk with you later and we'll see you guys next week. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Let us know if you do. As always, we are, you know, here for any sort of 
conversation that you want. We want to open this stuff up because witchcraft and Wicca is really getting out there. And I would love to hear your opinions on these Sabbaths. Yeah. So send us a message or email us and we'll get back yeah, to you. Yeah, we'll see you next month for Beltane. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>